and welcome to episode 97 of Mature Gamer Podcast Bits and PCs. It is I, Vimesy at the helm, making my much-anticipated return to these shores, um, or not, as the case may be, um, and to celebrate the fact that I've returned and I'm here in all my glory, I have a massive amount of people turned out to cheer me on my way, and that's Yoda. Hello. And you stop making fun of my way. Nobody else. Yeah, <laughs> massive amount. Nobody else could be bothered to turn up tonight. Clarky's off camping. John's, I don't being know. angry. He's probably being angry with some Porsche or Ferrari dealer or something like that as we speak. Um, or challenging Her Majesty's DVLA uh, about tax issues. Well, he might have been locked up. Who knows? Um, and Beastie is still on foreign shores, I believe, and touting his wares, whatever that means. So, yep, just me and Yoda tonight. So, um, possibly, I think we might be able to, you know, make it past the 50-minute mark, which uh, seemed to be such a problem for you guys last week. <laughs> was it a slow news week or something last week? I think it was purely because between three of us, we had played two games. <laughs> oh, good. Well, we're looking really good for this week, aren't we, then? This is going to be brilliant. We've got five. <laughs> Yay! Okay, well, let's let's crack on with it. Why not? Let, let the avalanche of games commence. Um, Yoda, hit me up with your first excellent game. Um, well, I was playing Daisy. No, no, stop no. me. No, really? <laughs> yes. Like, no one's heard this before, but yes. Oh, I've con- God, not another one. <laughs> I have continued my life on Daisy. I have properly been turned by John onto this game. When you say turned by John... Not in the gay way. Just that's, for Clarky. Just benefit. for Clarky. Just, just want to make sure that we're going in the right direction with this one. Okay, so last time we... we oh, God. Last time we left this, you were mired in a pit of despair with Daisy... Um, tramping round you were talking about going off to learn how to fly helicopters john had offered his tutelage which wisely you had probably rejected um where are we now are we still are we still what are we doing i can fly a helicopter well done i know that was uh, you've achieved i have achieved <laughs> okay um i can also crash helicopters that's yeah. also fun brilliant <laughs> um Anyone who plays on the server will know that our server was down for about three or four days. My God, was there a riot? Well, we then started going to play on a different server uh, against real There's no, people. no loyalty in the Gamer podcast fold. <laughs> no, no, we have, we have come scurrying back. Okay. But no, we were playing on another server um, that had about 50 people on. You got murdered, didn't you? No, I have survived every time. I haven't been killed on that server once yet. Really? Yes. Jesus. Um, They're not trying. I know. We, there was myself, Turbo Kev, and Luke Gaming, who was new to the forum. Mm -hmm. And we went on this server, and we were running around the airfield. And we all said, right, that's it. We're going to log off. As we were running towards the tree line... In a split formation, of course. Oh, my Kev, God. Kev starts having a panic attack because there is someone running towards us. This person, we don't know whether they were friendly or, 
or enemy. They how, lo- just, how long did you give them before you opened fire? <laughs> we didn't. Oh. We just, I just hit the floor and I had a big LMG and I, I just opened up and next thing we know, the body was just on the floor. I see. Um, so we went and saw if they had anything good, um, looked on their body and realised they wouldn't have been a threat anyway. <laughs> good. After the event. <laughs> and um, no, we, we suitably murdered that person and then uh, disappeared off into the sunset with the loot that we had just <laughs> taken as our own. That was probably worth about four or five gold, if that. So, peanuts. <laughs> but this poor person must have been hiding for a good while to get that loot and come across us bunch of thugs who just uh, brutally murdered them. Brilliant. And that's what Daisy's all about. It is. And base building and and working as a team. <laughs> it sounds like it. So, um, the server's back up and running now, is it? It is, yeah. I have just... I've literally been playing till... 10 minutes before the show. So so any randoms that were on that server beforehand, have they all scuttled off and left you, or are they, they still around? Well, there's, uh, there seems to be quite a few people. Um, there is There was about six, of, six or seven of us, mm. um, and there was about four or five randoms, um, possibly. And it, it's, so the server had about 12 people on. So, which, okay, it's a 50-man server, but... It's getting there. It it's got to build up. It's got to rebuild that damage that being down caused. Um, because anyone who was frequenting it before might have just then disappeared and gone right. I'm not playing on that one anymore because it's it's not art. And might have started their their daisy post zombie life somewhere else. Oh. So is it is it just so you and it's like the magnificent seven on your own little world. What's what's the game about then? So what what are you doing to entertain yourselves? Because if it's just you seven with maybe a couple of other people hiding in woods, what's the game? Well, I like John and a hoarder. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So we will do the the bandit missions. So we will oh, of get... course they've got the AI missions in there now. They have. They? Right, yes. Okay. Okay. Um, and then when we can get lifting and towing in as well. And we can fly around with a helicopter, picking up vehicles and then dropping off and selling them just to make money. Which you have so, admin rights for, so surely can you just make money? I don't have admin rights yet. <laughs> yet, okay. <laughs> Ideas above your station there, young fella. Okay, so enough, Daisy. Um, from there, you probably went, I've had enough of all this first-person shooter-type gaming. I'm going to go for something completely different. And you went to... Armour 2. Brilliant. Yeah. Because our server went down and we didn't have, and before we started to play something else, we jumped onto Armour 2, Escape from Chinuris. Okay, now I've played this, so I, I have some knowledge on this game. Admittedly, it was for seven minutes, and three of that was because we couldn't get off the floor, because we'd lied down and couldn't work out how to stand up. But that still counts as having some experience in this game. Right, to stand up, it's x to crouch sorry to crouch it's x to stand up it's c right so see how easily confused you can get though <laughs> see so yes, it kind yes. of explains my wobbling round on the floor for a little while 
Um, so, okay, so Escape to Chernus is basically you start at one end of the map and you have to get to another part of the map you while there's start lots of in... AI trying to kill you or yeah. something, isn't it? You start in a prison camp. Good, yep. Um, and I think have you woken was... up whilst not having a memory of how you got there and um, you can't remember yes. anything about yourself and that's basically the plot? And places hurt. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> um, no, so you start off, there was five of us. And we started off in the prison camp. You have to knock out a guard to steal his weapon because for some reason, unknown reason to me, there is a guard inside with five unarmed blokes and there's just <laughs> one of them. Doesn't fit, but hey. Then there's a small firefight to to get the rest of the squad armed. Mm-hmm. Once the squad is armed, you then have to make it to a radio tower that is... Yep somewhere on the map, one of one radio tower, and then you will get an evac location. Mm-hmm. So there was there was three of us. There was in one group, and it was myself, Martin, or Matt Helm, and Hitch, and we, w- we were clearing out zombies. And zombies? Shooting, not zombies, AI, sorry. Uh, okay. I just put Daisy on the room. You do. Yeah. So we were clearing out the Russians... And I accidentally got shot in the head and got revived. So then, when you say accidentally a, shot in the head, were you playing with Panther? I was, but it wasn't Panther that got shot. Oh, it it was uh, Matt Helm. He ah. accidentally shot me in the head. Okay, that so when a lot. He, so when he revived me, I accidentally shot him in the face. Oh, this is and the then, mature gamer podcast. I hasten to add. <laughs> So while we were killing ourselves, Pan- Panther and Turbo Kev went off to the radio tower mm-hmm. and called in the, the spawn location. Then it became a race. <gasps> a race. I like yes. races. Go on. Uh, it was the... By the way, they were they, they were being quiet and not speaking. We knew exactly what was going on. They were going to try and get to the the evac point first and leave us stranded, therefore winning. And Doesn't leave. surprise me in any way whatsoever. So, we were looking for a car. Hitch, in all his wisdom, decided we'd passed a big truck about a little while. It was about 400 metres back. So, while we went off in the village to search for a car, he did the sensible option and went and get the truck. got the truck. Uh-huh. They went one way, we mm. went another we both converged in the same city about the same time. I don't know how we managed to catch up, but we did. Um, for some reason, I think Panther had selected the wrong AI level as well, so it was on recruit. Um, so, which was, which we we were we realised when we were driving the big truck through lots of guards and nobody was shooting at us. <laughs> right, okay. It, it dawned on us that they weren't getting out of our way. <sighs> This is painful. Go on. But as we both hit the town, um, we got a message up on the screen and heard Panther screaming. For some reason, a tank decided to blow up Panther and Turbo Kev's car. That's always a good thing. So we trundled along and he was shouting, come and revive me, come and revive me. And we didn't. Good. Good. Yeah. And we eventually got to the back point and they were still about... 4k away so we were driving both boats out to sea not leaving them with one and then unfortunately 
Panther lost connection. Oh, did he? Yeah. It's amazing how often that happens. I find this a lot in the racing genre that the per person who's being left behind a lot tends to, for unexplained reasons, DC almost, almost, almost inevitably. It's it's just bizarre. I can't quite put my finger on how this happens. No, I, there is no. There must no be word. a bug in this game. There must be a bug that you know the person who's losing just DCs immediately, without any any problems elsewhere in the game. Just at that point in time, it's it's bizarre. So yeah, for unexplained reasons, he DC'd. That's just but, shocking. Yeah. So unfortunately, we didn't. Uh, quite complete the mission, but, oh. but we were close. So. God, God. I tell you, what, the only thing that could have made that better is if the Fresh Prince and Carlton had joined you themselves. <laughs> Please tell me you've got something else. Cards Against Humanity. Oh, okay, right, brilliant. This is on PC, right? This is we. It's um, browser based. Yep. And there was about seven of us from the forum. Oh, it's but, nice to get an invite. Thanks for that. You weren't on last night. Oh, oh, just because I wasn't on. There's no social media or anything like that that could possibly be used to connect to me. Um, no, we so were sat... of IMZ74, for those who are wondering. Yeah. We were sat in TeamSpeak last night playing Cards Against Humanity. I love this game. It's absolutely hilarious. So for, um, for those people who don't know what this is, effectively it's... Um, a phrase? Or it's, a... Like, it's like blankety blank for those of you who are as old as I am who can remember this game. Pardon? Um, Blankety blank. No. Blankety blank. Blankety blank. Blank blank. Blankety blank. No. Okay. Right. No. So, uh, if I can remember, if somebody has a card with a certain a phrase on it where certain words have been removed, and yep. then the other panelists, the other people who are playing, um, have a set of cards with words that could be used in those blanks, and they have to fill in those blanks using the cards in the their thing. hand, and yep. then basically the person who puts down the funniest. Uh, wittiest or downright crudest um, words in the blanks wins that round. Correct. It's such a simple thing and so bloody funny and incredibly crass. Yeah, um, some of this stuff last night was was just completely wrong. You were reading it back and and I think one of them was what was Martin ja- Michael Jackson's last thoughts and someone put children. Brilliant. Brilliant. So, <laughs> Great. John's going to love this show already. He's <laughs> probably in lockup anyway through this. Uh, no, brilliant. 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 Not controversially anyway whatsoever. Oh, we failed epically. Um, yes. So, so what was what was used to play this? Because this is, is a, a mod or a, a what or a, a whatty thing. I just got invited to a browser. As far as I'm aware. Is this in Google? Is this a Chrome based? thing? No, I think it's just... A, another website um, oh, we'll that to, I just got invited to. We'll have to so, go and have a look at it and suss it out because we should get a, a forum game of that going maybe for our hundredth show. That would be quite That cool. would be quite interesting. That would be yes. quite interesting. A live Cards Against Humanity may well have the... Hmm, I'll have to toy with that one. Okay, so that's good. Um, that should be a regular thing, really, because it's just it's worthy. It um, is. So have you played anything else? Um... I've played a couple of phone games, but other than that, no, I've just immersed my whole life into DayZ. That's such a sad and geeky thing to do. I know. Thankfully, there's no one else on this show who has such a sad and geeky kind of life. No, in not at all. Whatsoever. 
Um, okay, well, we might as well. I might as well face the music. Um, I've not... Can I ask before you start? <sighs> Go on. Have you got the full racing suit and gloves yet? I'm wearing them as I speak. <laughs> That's why I'm a bit muffled because of the helmet, you see. Um, but no, no, I haven't. I haven't. So, so uh, as a little, a little catch up for you guys. I haven't been on the last couple of shows um, because John barred me. No, because. Um, I was on holiday last week and the week before that I, I had to do other things. Um, and also I had nothing to speak about because effectively since um, I started tootling around tracks, playing sim races, that's effectively all I've done. Um, I have played nothing but racing games for the last month and I'm still shit at them. And not just shit, really, really shit. So... <laughs> That old adage of practice makes you better or whatever it is, practice makes but No, absolutely rubbish. I've been practicing for hours. I'm still shit. Um, so where, where did we get to last? I can't remember the story of my, my racing career. Um, I have wheel, as people will have heard of. I put some videos up on YouTube um, and I'll be doing a few more. Um, from then, it's just basically been every time I've I've... I've, not, I've just not wanted to play anything else. I've come down to the PC and I've got like Dark Souls 2 I've had since launch installed, sitting there, not even booted it up. Um, I've had um, yeah, Elder Scrolls Online, which I nearly got to play, except it took two days to download the bloody client, um, but nearly managed to do it. Uh, but nope, um, just couldn't be bothered to turn it on. So there we go that was my racing career has kind of taken over my life um games wise assetto corsa is still the pretty one um but i've actually been putting nearly all my time into i racing um because you finally dropped on this didn't you yeah I, I finally dropped after about half an hour of thinking about it <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a difficult decision i know this, i think we had a phone conversation about yeah. Do it or not. Yeah, I did. I did think about it. Basically, it's uh, a subscription kind of subscription service. Um, when you sign up, you can sign up for like a month, three months, uh, six months, a year, or two years, or whatever. And for new members, you get a fifty percent discount on whichever one of those you choose to go for. Um, obviously, if you sign up for the month one, you save half of it. But then, obviously, after a month, if you like it, you're going to be forking out full price so i obviously did the sensible thing and plumped for the two year <coughs> two year subscription uh, which worked out at about 60 quid um and for that you don't get very much i think you get about 10 tracks seven cars whatever um but the kind of buy-in to this is that you are it is effective you are it is like a racing career so you get um you know your persona is is there and you start as a rookie and there are seasons um i think a season is about 12 weeks and you to be counted as having raced a season you need to have raced in eight out of those 12 races so for example the last week's been um it's, it's called the mazda mx or the mazda cup so you're racing mx5s and you've got several different tracks and different kind of layouts and every week there's a different track to race on 
and you kind of the idea is that you practice you perfect you qualify and then you can race and you can repeat this as often as you want you're not stuck just to one race per week um to accumulate points to, to rank you up in the season and also to do your eye rating which is about your safety your kind of your safety rating as well sorry so that you're you know not flying off the track all the time i crashes have you had Oh, fuck shitloads. I mean, seriously, mate, like the first hour I played of this game, I don't think I managed a clean lap. Um, you know, it is, it's pretty, it's pretty hardcore. It's, it's, you know, it really is. There's no, um, there's no getting away from it. And I think Smidgey was telling me, you know, don't go to, don't go to iRacing first, whatever you do. So I obviously listened to him, um, as to his sage advice and then, uh, bought it, but it's, it's bloody hard. Um, and I am absolutely loving it, and I've got no idea why. Uh, I was talking to a couple of people. Well, I was talking to who was today, Mick, I think, and you know, was saying I don't like racing games. I've never liked racing games. I've owned lots of them, played them for about two days, and then never played them again. Um, but for some reason, I racing in particular, and um, Assetto Corsa to a slightly lesser degree, um, just I, I've probably put about 30 hours in the last two weeks into just going round in circles um not even racing against other people that's the bloody daft bit <laughs> it's not like i'm even doing anything like that. i had my first i racing race today um and? because i accidentally clicked on the race button and i racing is quite strict about this if you click on the race button and then You're you right. withdraw you you kind of forfeit and it drops your rating down a bit so i thought bugger it i'll have to have to race now um so tell me it was like a le mans 24 or something <laughs> no, no. <laughs> in the, the rookie season it's basically um it, they, they work out to be about 20 minute races so if it's a oh, short track it's too. 15 laps if it's like so laguna seca was the today's race and it was like a 10 lapper Ooh. And um, I stupidly clicked the race button by accident and um, ended up on the grid and thinking, oh, I'm really not ready for this. <laughs> um, start. Everyone tells me, you know, the game you can't you can't win a race in the in the first corner, but you can certainly lose it. it? So yeah. so true to form, I backed right off and went into the first corner last. Um, <laughs> three three cars almost went up my ass because I backed off so damn hard that i basically slowed everybody else up behind me which then caused a slight pile up behind me um they weren't very happy with me but i made it around i made it around clean um and then um had a little bit of a dog fight with somebody you know we're talking there i I think there are about 12 of us on the grid or something like that and i was running in the last three and um which is unsurprising. I mean, these people are lapping in 142s, and my best lap is a 149. So, um, you know, it's, <laughs> it's not good. Um, and so I had a lovely dogfight with somebody until I overcooked it going into a corner and just basically wrecked my car into a barrier on lap five or six. Oh. Um, so what happens like well, that? Basically, what happens then is you can... Um, all, all I did was I exited to the pits and I, I left the game because you, there's no way you can't restart really you you could go round and complete the race you go back to the pits you could wait for like a minute and a half and tow you back and then do another minute of half of repairs and then go back out onto the circuit to complete the race but you know it's a it's true you can't just like reset or start and if you ping into you know if you knock into a tire wall at any kind of speed if you if your front end touches most of the time you're going to have knackered your steering up so your car's just balked you know it really does 
you know it really does penalize you for being an ass and um but it was great it was a really good learning experience really enjoyed the whole five laps um and i'll be doing some more you know i'm just i'm just i don't know what it is i'm just addicted to this shit and i have no idea why because i've never before had interest in racing games whatsoever um no idea where this has come from interestingly i've had an awful lot of people who well i say awful lot probably five or six um who've come to me and sort of said how do i start what should i be doing um how how should i how should i start racing what should i be you know what wheel should i be getting and all this sort of stuff um most of that i've answered on my video which is up on youtube at ymc74 <clears throat> just to get the plug in and the uh, rest of you just been sending to smidgey yeah, pretty much. <laughs> if, if you want, if you've got questions about racing games, fucking hell, don't talk to me. Um, I don't know. I'm just loving it. I was talking to Mick earlier, and he's he's been um, cane in a set of cores. He's just picked up an iRacing subscription because he's an idiot just like me. Um, I've had people at work who've been getting into it. Um, you know, it's and there's a couple of people off the forum who've sort of uh, tweeted at me asking me, you know, what kind of wheel should they be getting or whatever. Um, I'm just going to run through it now. The, the answer is basically get the cheapest wheel you can possibly buy with a decent level of force feedback. And that's probably going to be something like the Logitech Driving Force GT, which you can pick up off on eBay for kind of like between 50 quid and 70 quid secondhand. Was that the, your first wheel? This is the one I've still, I've still got that. Um, I thought you had a Porsche one. No, no, that's the one I'm racing with at the moment. Oh, I've just okay. got the Logitech. I haven't got a Porsche one. Um, Smidgey had a Porsche one. He's just sold that and he's going for something. He's, he's upgrading to something else. Um, but, you know, this this wheel is absolutely fine. It's got a good level of force feedback. You can feel everything you need to feel. You can feel the, you know, the rumble strips. You can feel when the back end's about to slip out. You can feel when you've overcooked it slightly. Um, go for the cheapest wheel you can possibly get because you may not like this shit. You know, at the end of the day, you don't want to go out and spend a grand on kit and then go, actually, I've done this for a week and I'm bored. Um, I might get bored of this by, you know, next week, for all I know. I know, you know, I'm amazed it's lasted me this long. I've never had a game before. And how I, much I, did you spend on your desk? But that's the point. It's a desk. It's not a, it's not a, a racing seat, apart from <clears> the racing seat part of it. It's a desk. I'm sitting in it now. I have no wheel in front of me my wheel is off to the side i have pulled the, uh, the wheel out, and i've got my um my keyboard and mouse tray just pulled around over in front of me um and it's it's working like a desk it's lovely uh the abutu ozone for those who are asking not sponsored as yet but <clears throat> hoping um you know so go try it out but i'm just i'm um, you know, I, we, I've spoken loads on this podcast. I mean, normally, when it comes to things like MMOs, and Beastie's always sort of mocked me, saying, "Oh, you, you keep buying every single MMO under the sun, but never actually getting anywhere with them." <laughs> it's true, though. Well, it is true, and you know me, I buy every game under the sun pretty much as well. And um, possibly, luckily for me, possibly unluckily for the podcast, um, you know, I haven't felt the need to buy any games at all because I've just, I've literally all I've wanted to do is go round in circles it's just stupid so uh, how are you finding laguna seca really it's not it's not the easiest of course no it's, it's not especially but I mean, I've, with that s I've, I've played others the corkscrew is all right once you know how to handle it it's just like slam on the brakes <laughs> oh god it's literally slam on the brakes hard left line up with a certain tree and then hard right again um you know and and you can make it a, it's the corner after that that's the bitch because if you if you overcook that you just end up really overcooking it oh is that the 90 degree left one 
it's uh, it's kind of like two corners, but the apex is one, and it's slippy and it's uh, off camber and it's it's messy. Anyway, let's not get too geeked out on this racing shit. Um, but I'm just loving it. So um, <laughs> I'm I'm kind of hoping with the with the release of another racing game coming out on Friday, i.e. Mario Kart 8, I might have something slightly less simmy to talk about next week otherwise you guys are going to be really really bored a bit like we have been for daisy and, uh, <clears throat> and legends. legends for the last month this could be the most boring podcast on the planet um so i will try and try and play something different uh, in the next week but i really can't guarantee it because i'm having too much fun far too much fun but there's that's that's me Yay. Oh, and I tried Dirt 3. There you go. There's another game. And that's just mental. That is just fucking mental. Did that's... you try that again with the, the wheel? And oh, the... yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just strapped myself in, stuck everything onto realistic. Have you then... got a seatbelt? No, I haven't got a seatbelt. I'm not moving, you muppet. I know. What kind of do you take me for? Fucking <laughs> <I'm laughs> a five-point harness strapped in. <laughs> That would be a. No, I'm not nowhere near that level of geekiness. I'm afraid, um, it's in the post. And so yes, um, unless you've got any other games, I think we should move swiftly away from, uh, swiftly away from this. Um, no, I think. <laughs> unless you're you're planning on getting into racing, my I I hear a slight rumor that you you may be getting into racing games. Is this is this true? Mm, maybe it, it depends what Mr. Vimesy can. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I do happen to have a spare wheel sitting in my loft, which is um, not particularly force feedback. It's a, I think it's a, a Logitech EX or something like that, which they don't even make anymore. But it's it's a wheel and it goes round in circles and it has pedals, so it'll do as a starter to see if you like it or not. And I'll bring it up to um, the hundredth show and you can you can take it away and see if you get hooked as well. That that's not going to be good, is it? If if the show's going to be Daisy. And sim racing. Sim racing and League of Legends, brilliant. <laughs> oh, I can just see our listenership just wafting. It's either going to go massive because we're going really niche, or just no one's. Is anybody Talk, out there? Talking of, of which, Mikey P's just popped up as playing a Seto course. So well done, sir. Well done. <laughs> talking of um, our listenership, um, a gentleman who downloads a podcast at work um, came in to the office on Friday and went, "Look, look, you're 161." In the uh, the iTunes chart for video games, 161 up the video game Pacific i chart. Yeah, brilliant. Well, well, at, least the, not, well at least we're not 162nd, I suppose. We, I think Night Shift were <coughs> a little way behind us. Yay! <coughs> and obviously the Mature Game podcast with Kevin and Steve was well below us, I imagine. Yeah, I think they're about 60. Yeah. What? Yeah. Uh, so they are no only accounting a... for taste, is there really? I suppose they're only a hundred, but I believe um, Clarky and myself, and I believe you should um, try and get on to fill uh, the slot vacated. <laughs> fill Bouncy's by... hole. Is that what you're telling yes. me? <laughs> you want me bounce. to fill Bouncy's hole? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I think I've offered it previously, and he's, he's abjectly refused point blank. Um, is this until the swan gets released or something? Is this, this is what this is about? This is. I think so. Has it gone think... into hiding? Um, Bouncy's away at the moment, and oh, he's on sabbatical. That's right. Yes. There are guest hosts. I think Proton did the the first week. Uh huh. Um, I, have, I do have these on my phone. I just haven't had a chance to listen to them yet. So. Um, Nefirian did last. Oh week. no, that's right. Nefirian was on it. Yeah. Um, 
because Kev went, oh, I've only got two people to choose from, Clark in the fifth, by the fact he completely ignored the post that I put in. Well, so. I'm really surprised. I mean, it's yeah, based I know. talent, I, isn't it? Well, why is Clark <laughs> there? <laughs> Probably the camping thing. We don't talk about it anymore. <laughs> um, so, no, but I believe the... And if you and Clarky are playing Mario Kart Wii, if you can ever get your Wii to work... Probably not. Um, I Hopefully, one of us can get on there soon and maybe pump up... Uh, the interest for the hun- Oh, right. <laughs> the interest for the 100 show. Yeah, why not? Why not? Why not? So... Okay, well, if, if you're not playing uh, Mario Kart, wait for this seamless segue, guys. It's going to be great. If you're not playing Mario Kart on Friday, what other releases have we got in store for you coming up this week? Oh, yes. Uh, there's a little game coming out tomorrow, I believe. So when this podcast comes out, some of you may already have had it. Some of you already, it sounds like some of you have already been playing it from the YouTube feeds I've been seeing. Um, review Embargo isn't up till tomorrow morning at 7 a.m., but hey, it's all over YouTube. Watch Dogs um, comes out finally. Considering this game's been two years in the making yeah it seems to have just snuck out very quickly um without much fanfare hardly heard anything about it at all uh but it's out um where are you sitting with this game i'm i'm really on the fence with this one i was very excited when i first got my playstation 4 about getting this yes and then they went uh, we're putting it back and we're putting it back again mm-hmm. and i'm like so now it's finally here you're really over the moon aren't you no, I just... I imagine I, you're off to a midnight launch tonight, aren't you? No, I just... I can't be bothered with it, to be fair. I think I'm going to wait maybe six months. I, I'm not going to pick up and launch. I'm not going to pay full price for a game that that they've just... They've just screwed everyone over on. It, it was ready for launch of the, the next-gen consoles, apparently. Um, and they kept putting it back because of li- those little things, which... If you I've, got no, I've got no problem with people putting a game back if it's not ready to get out. Yeah, but have you played Assassin's Creed? Yes. So why didn't they put them back? They're all right. But it's the mechanics that you say. There's people like you that, that fall off ships regularly. Oh, uh, constantly, all the time, yep. So why didn't they fix that mechanic before? Because they, they don't need to just sell a shitload of games. No, I get, I get your point. Um, but I was kind of of the opinion, well, at least they're trying to fix it. Um, it's not just that. I think for me, it's just, I'm I'm quite happy to wait and see. There's too many unknowns. It smacks to me a little bit. I know it was sort of born out of um, Desmond's campaign out of Assassin's Creed, and I never liked Desmond. Um, but I want to see some reviews. I want to see some here. Talk to people who've actually played it. Um, my fear is it's a little bit. It, it kind of goes on this thing where it's the open world, and you can run about and do whatever you want, and you can hack whatever you want, you can do whatever you want. And I want to know. You know how deep is that? Because from what I've seen in the gameplay videos and the trailers and stuff, it's basically running around with your phone in your hand. If you're getting chased by cars, when you go past a certain point, you can press a button and the poles pop out of the ground and the cars slam into them. Great, but that's that's scripted, isn't it? Really, that's you know you have to run past a certain point and you trigger a a cut, you know, whatever a, yeah. a momentous thing to happen. Um, I want to know it does this work is there any point in it is you know or is it just you know is it is it just assassin's creed in in chicago you know 21st century chicago in which case i'm really not sure i'm interested in that um so i'm quite happy to wait and see and also i've, I've been hearing things especially on the pc version where there's some technical stuff that possibly hasn't been patched out yet so i'm quite happy to to wait for it for a little bit longer 
Um, I don't know. But if, if I hadn't been addicted to racing games, I'd have had it. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm quite happy to. I think I'm with you. Um, what else? Oh, 29th of May. For those of us who um, were sucking into purchasing the Star Citizen Kickstarter or have signed up to that, 29th of May, 29th of May, we get access to the first playable release of the game. So currently, if you bought into Star Citizen, which is um, a kind of freelancer, free space, you know, uh, elite type game, space fighter trading thing, um, currently all we've got is a hangar to walk around and look at our ship and go, ooh, isn't it pretty? Um, and it is very, very pretty and it's lovely, but we haven't actually had anything playable where we can fly around in our ships. Well, as of May the 29th, allegedly, um, obviously this is change any minute they could turn around and say actually we want more time but as of the 29th um this will be coming out and allowing us to fly around in a kind of multiplayer aspect but not multiplayer so it's against ai so there's free flight and there's also something called vandal swarm mode um which is kind of a i guess a kind of a multiplayer dogfight but without actually having against other players um some multiplayer testers will be able to do some of the oh hello what's that Ooh. I just dropped it, don't worry. Oh, that's all right then, he's dropped the ball. Um, so, you know, hopefully I can come back to you next week with a little chat about how the, the that, that works and the, and the the space combat flight simmy thing. of. You know you've got what you want to get next, don't you? A joystick, I've already got one. No, you want the, the, full, um, the full pilot, not the joystick, but the actual pilot steering wheel. The pilot steering wheel. What, what else is it called? You talk about the hottest stick. Is it a stick? It looks like a steering wheel. What they've got on, like, the Boeings and the stuff. The yoke? No, that's in an egg. Okay, I'm going to come back to somebody who knows what they're talking about. Um, I already have all that. Anyway, <clears throat> so I should hopefully on Friday be able to, to, to get in on that and, and see how that works out. Um, and that's basically it for releases, I believe. Um, Watch dogs. Uh, tomorrow so out by the time this podcast is out and then um, stars it as an update to the arena commander mode um, and that's basically games unless you've got anything else game related that you want to waffle about no no, um, no, no pretty much yeah okay TV films books comics porn what what have you been watching um, not much again but I have finally finished arrow season two no spoilers absolutely fantastic spoil it now I cannot recommend it enough it it just this doesn't let you down the first series there was a couple of which I haven't watched yet so no spoilers okay okay there was a couple of moments where you thought is this going anywhere and and it did and the series one finale was good but the series series two is just taken it to the next level um by far one of the best superhero um weeklies that i've ever seen um i think it's much better than smallville um which is obviously in the the other vein obviously not as good as xena or her kids though i'd probably no i would say it's better than xena Easy Tiger. Careful yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. And possibly it go, yeah, it was better than Hercules. 
Well, Xena's better than Hercules. So it's you know, if it's going to be better than Xena, it's going to be better than Hercules, isn't it? This is some some brave claims you're staking there. I'm going to have to go and watch it now. You are. Since it's been sat on my shelf for the last year or something, I've <laughs> yeah. got around to it yet. Okay. It has been renewed for a third season. Yay! So. Like Firefly. Yes. Which I'm still waiting for news on. You know. Well, that's never going to happen. They killed off two of the characters. Oi! Oi! Hey, what? Careful. careful. Okay. It's how old is that film? I'm still young at heart, put it that way. Right, well... <laughs> oh, I watched Star Wars! <laughs> Sorry, I just remembered. <laughs> we were on holiday in deepest, darkest Wales, and um, I think ITV 2 or 3 or something were they're showing the Star Wars trilogy one a week or something they're showing Empire last night and um, I forced my wife to watch Star Wars because there, there was nothing else on telly so I made her watch Star Wars which she claims to have seen when she was about six but considering she didn't even know the first thing about it um, I, I'm dubious about that so at the, at the ripe old age of nearly 40 um, she finally got round to watching Star Wars and didn't hate it which is a good thing. Although she did ask, what's with all the crappy CG? And I was like, yeah, yeah, you need to talk to George about that. Um, This is the first time since uh, he brought out the so-called definitive editions or whatever, or what I like to call the fucked up editions, um, that I've actually watched watched them again. Um, So these are the ones where he's basically... uh, you know, he's like overdubbed Boba Fett's voice. He's um, put all the new CG stuff in. So like when they go to Mos Eisley, there's loads more sort of really crappy CG aliens and stuff and stormtroopers walking around. And then there's that horrible scene with Jabba the Hutt. Have you, have you, can you remember this? You know what I'm talking about here? Yeah. So there's this scene with um, Han Solo and Chewbacca when they first go. They've met up with Luke. and No, no spoilers, obviously, because let's face it. If, if you haven't seen Star Wars, what the fuck are you doing listening to this podcast? Um, so, uh, you know, Han Solo and Chewbacca go to the go to um, uh, the Millennium Falcon and there's Jabba the Hutt and his motley crew are waiting for them and he basically says, oh, Jabba, blah, 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 blah. But the, what they really fucked up with this is when they originally filmed Star Wars, Jabba the Hutt was just basically a fat bloke and this scene was filmed with Han Solo and this fat bloke just talking, you know, two actors and whatever. And, of course, by the time they filmed Return of the Jedi, Jabba turned into a fat slug. So what they do, they CG over the top of, of um, this fat bloke with, with this guy, and there's this really awkward moment where Han Solo walks behind Jabba, and they've just basically cut and paste frame by frame Han Solo, so it looks like when he walks behind him, he steps on Jabba's tail, and then <laughs> and it's the worst piece of CG you will ever see in your life. Um, it's just hot, apart from the bit where Han doesn't shoot first, but there. Um, it's just the worst part of CG ever, and I was just very disappointed by it. And even, you know, it's just the quality of it is just so poor. It's so obvious that, you know, they fucked about with it. They should have just just let it lie, man. Just let it lie. <clears throat> but, <clears throat> oh, sorry, I segued slightly into something I hadn't even planned to segue into. <laughs> that was. <epic>. <sighs> Never mind. <clears throat> Oh well, so I didn't. I didn't actually watch them. I caught the last sort of, well, kind of the mid part where Han gets frozen in carbonite through to the beginning of the the lightsaber fight between Darth and Luke yesterday. So I don't know how much they CG fucked with um, Empire. I tend just to watch the the original for that. But um, have you 
Did you? I've not seen the trilogy, the original trilogy, for a couple of years now. So now I really want to go back and watch them. You should just for the comedic value. Um, I've still got my VHS set, um, just so that I've got I can retain the original, <laughs> the original versions, uh, along with my old VCR, which I basically vacuum sealed upstairs in the loft if I ever want to watch the originals again. <laughs> um so yeah but um otherwise uh i don't think i watched anything else really i read um a book on my ipad um was it the kevin steve book no 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 i'm still i'm still still waiting for my refund from the the launch day that i bought it when i forked out my hard-earned money um, and then they're giving it away for free. <laughs> they gave it away for free about two weeks later. Um, there we go. I'll know for next time. Um, so, yeah, I read a book. It's um, a, a book called Frozen Heat. Have you heard about this, Frozen Heat? No. No? Let me introduce you to Frozen Heat. He is a fictional detective. Who's frozen? No. She's a fictional detective based on the fictional detective from the series Castle, starring none other than Nathan Fillion from the aforementioned Firefly. See how I got into it? See how I did that? How I worked it in seamlessly? So basically, Castle, the TV series, the main character, Nathan Fillion, nice, um, he plays a, a writer who is observing the New York's finest uh, whilst writing novels about New York's finest. And these novels that he's writing have actually been published. And I think they're on about book five now. Um, and I've read four of them because book five isn't out yet. But um, <clears throat> And they are absolute pulp trash. I cannot recommend them um, at all. They are just purely um, fan service um with kind of really really kind of dubious not the, the you know the writing's fine it's just pulp fiction it is just detective stories written with firmly tongue in cheek firmly you know the fact that they've got a, a pair of detectives in this called Malcolm and Reynolds uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the kind of level we're talking oh. about here um but, but <laughs> Yeah, brilliantly. The other person that he writes in the in this in the um he he was famous for writing Derek Storm books, and I've also read those, um, <clears throat> which have also been published under the Richard Castle pseudonym. So um, yes. Has your restraining order been lifted? Oh, not yet, not yet. The bastard even blocked me on Twitter, but never mind. I have plenty more Twitter aliases. I don't know what hit him. <laughs> anyway. what round the back of the head when you kidnap him <laughs> that would be chloroform um, <laughs> possibly rehypnol I'm not sure I haven't decided yet um, right moving swiftly on from any more legal precedent that John's going to get us into hot water with uh, have you watched Red or done anything else no I, again no, I've just been sat there playing Daisy so uh, I should really get a life oh, I played some golf yeah, that don't count. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you wait till you have your kid, mate. You can just this things are so many things of the past going on here. Days when you come on to the show saying, Oh, I've only managed to get twenty hours of gaming in over the weekend. When your kid hits in September, October, whenever it is, you are fucked. <laughs> 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 Sell those golf clubs, mate. That's cause they're just not gonna get not you. Not a chance. Uh, we'll see, we'll see. Um 
Right, so on to the news, I suppose. Oh, we're rattling through this. I don't know. Yeah, you did promise a show longer. Shit, what have we been doing so far? Oh, Christ, must be about kicking a 40... Oh, I don't know. I don't even know how long we've been going. Shit, I'm going to have to start speaking really, really slowly. Um, The news. PC and hardware focused. Um, Valve's most non-news news I've ever heard. Um, Have you heard about Valve's non-news news? I have, yes. Yes, this is Valve. Apparently, they are working on Half-Life 3 <gasps> and Shock. Left for Dead 3. <gasps> Shock. Who would have thought this? I mean, this is just... Wow, where where did this come from? This is... Um, you, you just Unthinkable. Wouldn't, well, I, I just don't understand. How did we not know about this before? But anyway, I suppose we might as well, you know. So, um, the guy who created Counter-Strike, um, we call him the Goose Man... Uh, basically says that he has first-hand knowledge that Valve is working on both Half-Life 3 and Left 4 Dead 3, like this is any kind of news to anybody. Um, now, he didn't actually come out and say um, they are working on Half-Life 3, but he kind of skirted around it saying, I think it's kind of public knowledge that people know it's kind of being worked on. So, yeah, if I sort of said that they've seen some images, like a bit of concept art or something like that, you know what, maybe I could have said that. So, yeah, he kind of said that. So it's out there. Half, where the hell am I going, Brooklyn, here now? Okay, um, so Half-Life 3 being worked on. Woo! Uh, and he's really excited about the new Left 4 Dead. Um, great. Okay, moving swiftly on. Go back to Half-Life. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Um, so we've got a raft of VR stuff kicking on here. So we've already had uh, the Oculus Rift, as everybody knows about. We've had Sony with their Morpheus project. We've got Microsoft rumblings that they're working on VR as well. And now Samsung step into the fame with um, a virtual reality headset for its phones and tablets. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not really sure how this is going to work, but if Samsung are doing it, you can guarantee that A, they're going to try and push it before Oculus and Morpheus get released, and B, it's going to be cheap. So it's worth keeping an eye on this one. Um, apparently, uh, this has come from like Endgadget, uh, who reckon that it's going to have an OLED screen, which, if it's anything like the Vita screen, is going to look sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know what? Who knows? It's all about the software, really. Because um, if they can get, if they can bring this to market, and it's a Samsung VR headset, and it plug and plays into whatever it is, it, it's it's the software that needs to support it. So, who knows? Um, and phones now aren't exactly lightweights in the the what they no do. interestingly i was um reading another article um about a guy who has basically made a a headset where you put he's got a couple of a couple of lenses in in there and basically you slot your phone in to the front of the headset and that mm. becomes your your rift or your morpheus um and you know it just runs an app which makes everything 3D stereoscopic 3D, um, and it retails for about 50 bucks or 50 quid or something like that. Um, it's out there. It's, it's you know it's in prototype stage. It's but it's basically you know it's, there's nothing particularly um, technologically advanced about it. It's literally just a headset that you slap your phone in front of your eyes to. <laughs> <laughs> but if you've got anything with like a decent retina display or something like that. That's it's going to be absolutely fine. So it's interesting they're all they're all coming out of the woodwork. But if Samsung get out there first, which considering the fact this you know they've got a lot of lot of manpower and they can push these things out cheaply and quickly, 
entirely possible. That could be quite interesting. Uh, and on the same sort of topic subject, um, Zenimax, uh, who own Bethesda, um, are apparently suing um, suing Oculus, um, and this is basically saying that. John Carmack, when they left Zenimax, he went to Oculus, and they're now saying Zenimax is saying that um, trade secrets um, have been taken with him and built into Oculus. Um, this is not exactly unheard of. You know, it comes down to this whole corporate thing. If you're working for somebody and you have an idea, it becomes that company's IP. Um, if you then move off, some, you know, which is why if you have an idea in a company and you think, oh. How about instead of Coca-Cola, Diet Coke, Cherry Coke, Vanilla Coke, let's have Blackcurrant Coke. You don't mention that idea whilst you're working for Coke. You wait till you've left Coke and then suddenly go, oh, guess what? I've had an idea, Blackcurrant Cola. Because um, otherwise they can see you and say you had that idea whilst it was your IP. So this sounds like something similar. Um, it does, but... 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 They're selling Facebook. That's it's just like okay, Oculus are now owned by Facebook, but who's going to win this? Well, is it just about who's got the biggest wallet? I think it is. You reckon? Yeah. Well, look at the Apple Samsung debate. Well, They've been possibly, suing each other, and possibly, but Zenimax, you know, Zenimax have got the Elder Scrolls Online, which will be reaping in millions and millions of pounds every month with their online subscription fee. No, it won't. Cause it no, it shipped. won't actually, will it? it won't, so. <clears throat> yeah, but apart from that, I'm sure they've got something else. I don't know. It it just it smacks to me of kind of, I don't know where this will go. They'll probably settle outside of court, but apparently they've already tried to do that, and Oculus have told them to sod off. So I'm not really sure um, where this is going to go. But it could be messy. But the worst thing, of course, for us is that it may well delay the release of Oculus retail. Yes. Um, so that's that's the worst case scenario but, for us. You've just told us we're all going to buy Samsung ones anyway, so that's it's not too it. bad. Yeah, absolutely. Um, moving on from that, Microsoft. Yeah, new hardware from Microsoft. Not the Xbox One connectless version, sadly. Um, <laughs> just but that's not laugh. far off, is it? Oh, Jesus. I mean, I, don't, I promised myself I wouldn't do this, but I'm going to. Bloody hell, Microsoft. Grow some bollocks, will you? I mean, look... If you've got an idea about how you want a console to go forward, stick with it. You want to have a Kinect, keep the fucking Kinect. Don't suddenly turn around and go, oh, we're going to cut it off and go Kinectless. And then don't turn around and say, oh, actually, you know, our game's for gold. We're going to make exactly like PlayStation Plus. In fact, <laughs> why don't you just bundle it all up, stick it in the box, label it PlayStation, because that's what you're doing. So just grow a pair and stick to your own vision. I did hear something about Microsoft potentially going to be selling off Xbox. There, no, there were rumours. It's, it's basically because the guy who now, um, the guy who, who, who heads up that part of it has, was, was speaking previously saying that it would be feasible and a possibility to sell off Xbox out of Microsoft Corporation. And then he became the head of um, Microsoft or maybe just the Xbox division. I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, so people were sort of saying, will this, will this see fruition or not? I, it would, it, it could work. It would be viable, but whether it makes sense to considering that's their <clears throat> Xbox is synonymous with Microsoft. Would you really want to sell it? Um, probably not, but there we go. Mm. Um, anyway, so Microsoft have revealed strike three <laughs> of the surface 
Pro. Um, so this is this, they're still pushing this idea of the, the, the tablet becoming the new laptop. Um, and this is the Surface Pro 3. Um, actually looks really quite nice, but fucking expensive. Um, so this is Surface Pro 3, so it's a 12-inch screen with uh, a 2160 by 1440 resolution. It's only 9.1 millimeters thick and about 800 grams in weight. So it's, you know, it's nice. It's light. It's big. It's lovely. Um, the big, <laughs> the big selling point on this thing is that it's got a stand. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry, but <laughs> it's basically a stand that's built into the tablet that means that you can prop it up. Okay. On that's, your knee. That's what it is. Not just on your knee on a table if you want to, but it's you know it, it, it's it's got this um, you know it, it's got three different settings and it can it can sort of sit at different angles. Blah 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 blah. And the other thing of course is they've got this um, the, this magnetic cover which strikes me as remarkably similar to something that Apple have got on their iPads <laughs> <laughs> that it snaps to the device and um, magnetically seals it and all this sort of stuff but I mean the good thing about this is obviously that cover is also linked as the keyboard which is a, a nice touch and actually you know all mocking aside this does, lo- does look like a nice piece of kit it um, has also USB 3 on it as well yeah it's got USB 3 it's got um, it's uh, running an iCore fucking um, oh, hell can't even speak an i5 core processor um, between 1.6 gig up to about 2.9 with turbo not that I'm reading this for screen or anything like that uh, it comes in various different sizes of uh, storage as you'd expect 64 gig 128 256 and 512 all SSD which is good um, 512 isn't much <clears throat> yeah but you, I think what you've also got to remember is a lot, a lot of the stuff that we do these days is all cloud storage and mm. if you're using this as a work-based thing, cloud storage is pretty much where everything goes. Everything goes into, you know, into the cloud these days. So, actually, how much storage do you need to run? You know, I know somebody who who uses his 16 gig iPad as his work computer. He travels a lot. That's his computer. He has a, a wireless keyboard and mouse. He props his screen up and he uses, um, you know, he uses the, the work software or whatever it is. Not works. What is it? Help me out here, Apple fans. Um, I know what I'm talking about writer and stuff like that. Um, anyway, so yeah, it looks good, but we are talking about the entry level version starting at 800 bucks, which is actually the i3 version with 64 gig of SSD. Um, so going up to two grand. Yeah, two grand. Why did you just buy a desktop? Pretty much. Well, I think the whole point of support. Oh, I'm going to go there with you. <laughs> but the, the thing that worries me slightly is that um, the accessories include the $130 type cover, which is the thing that actually makes a lot of sense. You know, that cover that you can type on, a $200 docking station, and a 40 quid Ethernet adapter. Uh, they're kind of going down the Apple way of ripping the fuck out of you for accessories. So um, nice idea. Um, I know somebody's got a Surface Pro 2 and they love it, um, but I don't know if it's going to take off, really. But anyway, there we go. Um, more news. That's probably why John isn't here tonight. Um, League of Legends are invading Wembley. 
Yes. I've seen threads and tweets going about already about people trying to buy tickets for this thing. League of Legends Championship Series. Okay, I, you can tell I'm making this up because I've got a fucking clue what I'm talking about here. In fact, actually, do you want to take this one on? Because um, you you know League. I know I do. not. So do you want to take this one? Um, the Championship Series is coming to... Is it Earl's Court? Or? Wembley. I just said Wembley. 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 Were you uh, listening? No, obviously not. Um, League is probably one of the most watched games. Um, I think a lot more people watch League than Dota because they have common sense. Until I popularise iRacing, that is. Um, I, there's a couple of people from the th- forum going. I, I believe there might be a Fred. Um, if not, I think Panther should start one because I know he's definitely going. I think I'll see him. This is June 21st. So it's not long away. It's only a month away. It is. It's the weekend after the hundred show as well. So, <gasps> oh, Clarky won't get day release, will he? No. No, never mind. Yeah, he's 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 locked up um, for for the weekend. <laughs> but uh, so this is so. What do they reckon? They reckon they going to sell out in an hour. Is what they reckon. Um, Thirty-two million fans watching the last championship series uh, in LA. Um, with eight and a half million viewers watching simultaneously, that's quite impressive, man. That's more than most TV programs. I mean, I watched I watched the Dota Invitational last year, and that was that was. I think Dota topped out at one million. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's dwarfed by League of Legends, but you know, the inferior things always do tend to sort of pull the bigger numbers. I find. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, so you basically uh, tickets will go on sale soon. Uh, this is the weekend of the 21st of June. If you are on the forum or thinking about going, get on the forum, uh, try and organise something, and um, that could be a, quite a riotous weekend. Thank you. I'm here all week. Ah, oh, dear. People probably didn't get that. No, I, I think they probably didn't. Don't give up your day job. Uh, this is my day job. Um, <laughs> what else? Last piece of news, really. Uh, Steam. Um they have finally released their home streaming. Which um, you've been excited about. Well, which I've been excited doing. about until I found out I couldn't fit a steering wheel into my bedroom without some really dubious looks from my wife. Um, <laughs> get that get, get that shifter out of my... Um, yeah. Uh, so this, is, this has been released. This is uh, where you can have uh, my main PC running down here in my office. I can have a crappy little laptop running... Up in the house and i can effortlessly stream um games from my workhorse pc to my crappy little laptop so long as my network will will allow that to happen um because we're a forward-thinking and um professional podcast neither myself or yoda have actually tried this yet so <laughs> can't actually um talk any more about it but i've just realized that i could stream it to my laptop and Play Daisy on my 42-inch Sony. Yeah, that resolution is going to lovely. It's going to look blocky as fuck. Well. I know, uh, but... <clears throat> yeah. Or I could yeah. play League of Legends on a... Or Dota. Do- no, no, no. We've already discovered that, that Dota isn't as good as League. It's better. No, it's not. I'm not getting I think, I think there is a, a thread going on the forum... And I think Proton was praising the donkey. The donkey, um, the courier. Yeah, yeah, as he should. The donkey's 
brilliant. All you need is the Shrek voiceover, and it's it's there. Um, whether he's, I believe there's what there's two, isn't there, donkeys? There's one with wings and one without. Yes. yes. So I don't think they've got into that level of detail. Not yet. yet. No, but Dota is better than League. Anyway, um, that's that's pretty much it another short and concise show but obviously one full of quality and accurate information this time um, <coughs> clarky clarky referring to transistor which is effectively an isometric turn-based strategy game as just like the streets <laughs> arranged <to. laughs> you'd have me shouting at my ipod last week but there we go um so uh unless you've got anything else to say yeah do you mind if i wrap this up you can wrap away sir wrap away okay well this is a story all about how my life got flipped turned upside down i'd like to take a minute just sit right there i'll tell you how i became the prince of this podcast in bel-air um or not i think i've taken too many drugs um yes if you want to you can follow us on twitter uh the main show is at mgp bits i'm really do intend to put more stuff out on that but I keep forgetting um if you want more racing stuff follow me at vimesy74 and if you want more Daisy stuff, which I, I will start posting, oh, I'm at Yoda is Blind. Um, uh, and that's about it. Uh, the only other thing to do is obviously to beg for reviews on iTunes. Um, and by beg, I literally am begging. Go and review us on iTunes, um, preferably with five of those stars. If you don't want to give us five stars um, and you want to give us less than that, then uh, email me first and we can talk. Uh, <laughs> and come up with some kind of compatible arrangement. I'm not sure. Um, but otherwise, uh, thank you very much for listening and um, we'll see you all next week. Ta-ra. Good night. <laughs>